you know that moment where your stomach sinks to depths you didn't know existed where every possible disastrous scenario plays in your head all in the matter of a few seconds and you just stand there wondering oh my god what have i gotten myself into this was one of those travel tales and takes with preeti brings to you stories of wonder from lands far and near stories of inspiration from people ever so dear and a little bit of me preeti also known as peppy travel girl Hey everyone, how's it going? I hope you're all staying safe and taking care and eating well and working out and working or not or chilling and reading books and just catching up on some well-deserved rest. Whatever it is, I hope you're doing you because that's exactly what I'm trying to do and it's kind of working so far. It's been a while since I've had a pep tale on this podcast and I thought that let's visit a nice little story, hmm? I've actually been seeing a lot of negativity on the internet recently. You know there's like so much of shaming going on, there is so much of phobia about so many different things where everyone's trying to tell someone else what to be, how to be, how to dress, what to believe in, so on and so forth and it's been a bit of a deluge of negativity and I've been finding myself wanting to take a break. And I don't know how many of you can relate to this because I'm sure, you know, everyone at some point in their lives has felt like social media has become a little too toxic and maybe it's a good idea to stay off of it it's particularly distressing because as a content creator especially in the travel space i kind of need to be consistent with content on social media and that <laughs> can't really happen if i take a break from it but at the same time my mental health is also something that's pretty important isn't it which is kind of why i wanted to do today's pep tale because this one is a story that i thought might remind all of us a little bit about the joy of travel the joy of solo travel the excitement of doing new things and above all finding some good in the world so i don't want to say too much right now because that'll probably give it all away so i'm going to just dive right in and i hope you enjoy the story because it's one that When I think about today leaves me with so many mixed emotions it actually reignites that sense of terror I felt a sense of desperation that was there the whole sinking feeling in my stomach that oh my god what am I going to do and well getting out of it eventually I did because you know what I'm here recording the story for you but how it happened is one for the books jumping in without any further ado I was wrapping up two very beautiful very dreamy nights in an eco-friendly homestay in Pirappan Valasai in Ramanathapuram in Tamil Nadu. I'd stayed in a tent. I had walked through sands bare feet. I had jumped into the beach which was empty, literally empty and all for me. The clearest blue-green waters had gone snorkeling, I'd gone swimming and spent two days gorging on delicious local seafood and had a beautiful beautiful time two days later it was time for me to say bye and head a little further up the coast to a village called valinokam which was also in ramnathapuram but about 1 one, one and a half hours away from the homestay that i was at the owner of the homestay at valinokam had invited me to stay there for a couple of nights and he had assured me that this was like no place i'd ever seen before The photos were unbelievable white sand beaches hardly any people over there which is such a rarity when you think about the popular beaches in India right so 
I was very excited. I was very excited to stay in these rooms that had been made out of containers. I was super thrilled to be able to jump into whenever I felt like it because it was literally a few steps away from where I'd be staying. And I was also excited to be eating some of the best local food available, which is what the owner had assured me of. The evening that I was supposed to go, I thought I would take the local buses because that's how I travel. You know, as a backpacker, I really try to maximize my budgets and I try not to spend a lot of money. And since the local bus network in Tamil Nadu was a little tricky to figure out, but easy enough once you got the hang of it. And also because the locals are so helpful, they go out of their way to help you out and help you understand what exactly you need to be doing, which bus you need to take and what the fastest way to get from one place to another is. The homestay I was leaving from had a guy who was driving an auto for them and ferrying tourists and travellers up and down from the homestay to the bus stop. His name was Shiva Anna and he had taken me around to Rameshwaram and Dhanushkori the previous day. He was also pretty excited when he found out that I spoke Tamil, so we kind of bonded on a different level, you know, talking about life and family and what I was doing there, what my plans were, what his plans were. You know, it was almost like in the course of two days, he'd gone on to become a friend. So when I saw he had come to pick me up at around five in the evening, I was pretty happy about it because I knew that I was in safe hands. And if I had any trouble with the buses, then he would help me figure it out and I would be happily on my way. I hopped into the auto with my gigantic rucksack and my backpack and he started driving me towards the bus stop. On the way there, he started asking me where I was headed. So I told him that I was going to a local homestay in Valinokam. And he said, you want to go to Valinokam? It's a little late and you have to change two buses. It'll take you one and a half hours to go there. By the time you reach, you might not really find an auto to take you from the bus stop to the homestay. So why don't you let me drive you? I'll charge you 2000 rupees. I know it's a little steep, but at least you'll be safe. I was a little hesitant because 2000 rupees is admittedly a lot to pay, especially as a backpacker. And I told him, you know what, no, it's okay, I'm used to taking buses and I'll find my way, I'm sure someone will help me out over there. And it can't get too dark, right? It's just around 5. If I reach around 6, 6.30, the sun wouldn't have even set. Someone or the other will definitely be there. He told me, I know the place. 6, 6.30 is when it gets dark. They don't have local lights. You might not be able to find someone and I don't want you to be stranded. Tell me how much you'd be willing to pay and I'll try to adjust my fee as well. I just don't want you to be stranded in the middle of nowhere. That just scares me. And you're a girl traveling alone. I'm saying this for your own good. I started seeing you as my sister. That's the only reason I'm asking you to do this. Normally, I would not even have considered the offer. Two bus tickets on the same journey would have cost me about 50 rupees maximum, you know, and not more than that. And here we're talking about 2000 as compared to 50. Okay, let's consider 100 rupees. But I don't know what it was in me that said, you know what, it's okay. Go with him. Take the auto all the way to Valinokam. You've been traveling local quite a while. It's okay to pamper yourself this time. But still, 2000 was a little out of budget for me. So I looked at him and I said, I can't pay you 2000 rupees, but I don't want to bring that down to 50% because I also know how to drive back this entire way. So I can't give you more than 1500 and even that's a stretch. So if you're okay with that, Shivana, then okay, then you know what? Then you can drive me to Valinokam. I couldn't tell if he was happy or not. 500 rupees is still a massive jump and it was quite a reduction from the price that he had quoted. But he didn't blink an eye. He said, okay, I'll take you there. 
and that was it he hit the accelerator and we were on our way to valinokam one one and a half hours probably in an auto but my gut told me i could trust this guy i knew that i would get there safely i knew that i was in safe hands on the plus side as well i didn't have to change two buses i wouldn't have to fight with a gigantic rucksack or maybe stand for half the way sure i was spending a little extra but i also knew that the money could probably help his family and i also knew that i'd reach there in a much more comfortable position than if i was in the bus and if what he said was true at least i was getting a ride straight to the homestay what if i actually didn't find an auto at the bus stop in valinokam the ride to valinokam was beautiful because a lot of it was coastal the blue green sea stretched out next to me and i was busy just poking my head out of the auto rickshaw and just staring at it taking it all in letting the wind whip my hair around my face i knew i would have to deal with some crazy tangles in my hair later but honestly that just paled in comparison because i was just licking the salty spray off of my face i was just drinking in the wind and looking at the sun that was actually starting to set already the whole landscape was drenched in golden orange the blues of the sea popped up on one side and on the other green fields stretched out endlessly and we were on a road that wasn't even that crowded so it was just a beautiful joy ride in a way i was really glad i chose to do this a bus might have gone on the same route but it would have definitely been more stressful 45 minutes or so later the sun had started sinking and there were no street lights shivana was right Navigating my way in the dark could have been super difficult. We entered a little crowded part of the village and Shivana asked me if I knew exactly where the location was. I entered the location on Google Maps and started navigating. It was pretty dark by now. There were trees on either side of the road and I didn't really see any cars. I didn't see any autos either. The road was deserted. Shivana turned and looked at me. and said are you sure this is the right place i said yeah yeah this is the exact location on google maps so let's just keep going i'm sure it'll turn up i was starting to get a little uneasy because now shivana sounded uneasy and for someone who is from the area or at least very close to the area if they sound uneasy then that's an alarm bell in my head i usually trust the locals and if the local wasn't so sure about something himself then maybe i had something to worry about but we just kept going he got a little nervous and said again i don't know if you should be staying here it's so lonely there are no lights i said let's just get there and meet the people and maybe we can figure it out 10 minutes in pitch black with nothing ahead of us no street lights no signboards no properties just trees and a road A little ahead in the distance I saw a golden light faintly starting to show up and I heaved a sigh of relief. The homestay. That was it. It was at the exact spot as on my map and I was so relieved to have made it here. Shivana stopped the auto right outside the gate and he told me to wait in the auto while he went ahead and banged on the gate. He called out in Tamil to the hosts and waited for a while before a lady came out followed by three small children. She started talking to Shivana and said that no we weren't expecting anyone today. No boss hasn't told us about anyone coming. I was shocked. You know that moment where your stomach sinks to depths you didn't know existed where every possible disastrous scenario plays in your head all in the matter of a few seconds and you just stand there wondering oh my god what have i gotten myself into? 
this was one of those i had been talking to the owner till that morning and he had been so excited to welcome me so i asked her if i could talk to him her husband came out from the back and said no he's not here he's not in the country while i knew he wasn't in the country i was certain that he may have informed the staff at least that they were expecting a guest but the family running the homestay seemed to have no idea about my arrival 7 pm very late for small villages in the south pitch black i had nowhere to go and i was being turned away from the place where i was supposed to be staying shivana looked at me and said this is all very scary and i don't feel comfortable leaving you here if they don't let you stay here what are you going to do i was at a loss for words i looked at my phone and i didn't have data anymore i didn't even have full network just maybe a bar peeking right out of sight i couldn't even call the owner because i would need whatsapp for that and i didn't have data the owner of the homestay had a very basic mobile phone which only could be used for regular calls and messages and he couldn't place an international call either he opened his messages and showed me all the messages received from the owner that day and there was nothing informing him of my arrival now if there's one thing travel has taught me it's not to completely lose your head in situations that you have very little control over because at that time it is so necessary and so important just to think rationally about what the next possible steps could be panic could definitely come at a later point but right now i had to really think on my feet and figure out a solution because if i wasn't being allowed here then where should i go because there was nothing around absolutely nothing i looked at the owner and said i'm a girl traveling alone is it possible for you to let me just stay here for one night i'll leave tomorrow or we can speak to the owner tomorrow and we can figure this out he told me i don't know i can't let you do that because I can't let anyone come and stay here. I haven't been told anything by the owner so I cannot let you in. I hope you understand my situation as well. I actually did because this was a homestay that was being run by a family with kids so they were right in their own way to be little apprehensive about who was staying there and who wasn't. So I couldn't even blame them. I turned to look at Shivana and he told me, "Let's just go back to the other place right now. Call them and ask them if they have a room or a tent available." He dialed their number on his phone and handed it to me and said talk to them right now and I will take you back. Thankfully the folks at the homestay answered immediately and were more than happy to welcome me back and I heaved a sigh of relief and I just hopped into the auto with Shivana again and we made our way back. We stopped on the way for dinner and I looked at him and I said Shivana thank you so much. Normally I wouldn't have taken you up on your offer to drop me to Valinokam because that's a lot of money but I don't know what told me today something in my gut told me that I should do this I can't even think about what could have happened if I had just taken the buses and I was stranded in the middle of nowhere where would I have gone I might have probably had to camp under the stars somewhere and who knows how that would have turned out that would have been a different story but it wouldn't have been easy and it would have been very very stressful for my parents at the very least So thank you Shivana I'm so glad you offered to drop me and I'm so glad you were there with me till then I paid for dinner and I gave him the full 2000 rupees that he asked for because at that moment he was an angel in disguise When I got back to the homestay in Pirappan Valasai they were more than happy to welcome me back they were delighted to see me safe and sound in one piece and they were so thankful to Shivana for dropping me and bringing me back and in that one moment my faith in kindness of humans was reinforced 
and i knew that no matter what situations might turn up maybe in some way help does come to us there is an angel something good happens it's not always bad it doesn't always end badly today i'm just thinking of shivana and his family and i hope they're doing fine i'm thinking of the homestay in valinokam and the family over there and i hope they are doing good too i'm thinking of the homestay in pirappanvalasai and i know that that's one place that i'm definitely going back to these are all such remote places in india a little off the tourist track but so worth a visit because this is where you actually see how life is and how amazing people are and for those experiences i think i'm always going to keep going back so that was it that was today's pep tale a short story a short memory about how sometimes trusting your gut is probably the best decision you can ever make how sometimes snap decisions can actually result in something good which you probably didn't even realize and how people can be so amazingly kind let you into their hearts and actually look out for you i'm going to wrap up this episode with this note and i hope it's just some food for thought and i hope when we all start traveling again it's a little something we can keep in mind as well and try in our own way to pay it forward thank you all for tuning in as always i welcome feedback comments compliments feel free to drop me a message on my instagram at peppy travel girl feel free to drop me an email or check out my website www.peppytravelgirl.com all links are mentioned right here in the description so feel free to come and check out what it is that i do I hope you're all staying safe and taking care and I hope you have a great day or night ahead. I'll see you very soon with another episode. Until then, bye-bye. Travel Tales and Takes with Preeti brings to you stories of wonder from lands far and near, stories of inspiration from people ever so dear and a little bit of me, Preeti, also known as Peppy Travel Girl.